Boom! Shake the room, Fire Nation. JLD here with an audio masterclass on how to make your brand thrive in a post-COVID-19 world. To drop these value bombs, I have brought Jake Cohen on the mic. He leads product marketing over at Clavio. He loves his family. Marketing funnels in golf in that order. He started going gray at nine years old. Draw your own conclusions. And Fire Nation, today we're going to be talking about what are people buying in this post-COVID-19 world? What are brands doing right now that's actually working? What's happening with ad spend and what will happen later this year? And so much more when we get back from thanking our sponsors. Looking for a business coach who has helped thousands of entrepreneurs just like you to increase your profitability by an average of 104% per year, all for less money than it would cost to hire a full-time minimum wage employee? Schedule your free consultation today with Clay Clark at thrivetimeshow.com slash fire. Thrivetimeshow.com slash fire. The strategies to attract your dream customers when you're just starting out are exactly the same as when you own a multi-million dollar business. And these strategies are waiting for you on my buddy Russell Brunson's new podcast miniseries, Traffic Secrets. Open your podcast app and subscribe to Traffic Secrets now or visit trafficsecretspodcast.com. Jake, say what's up to Fire Nation and share something interesting about yourself that most people don't know. What is up, Fire Nation? I'm Jake. Very excited to be here with all of you. Uh, a secret that almost no one knows about me. Uh, my mother actually started an advertising agency when I was one. Whoa. She used to close deals by kicking me in the car seat, <laughs> getting me to cry. <laughs> and uh, I grew up, my father ended up joining the business. I grew up having dinner table conversations around how to improve the efficiency of a funnel, how to get new customers, and how to make sure your employees are happy, which I thought was a normal way to grow up. And I've learned pretty hard that uh, that is a very strange way to have dinner when you're a kid. <laughs> well, that is fascinating. And just to clarify, she was kicking you to make you cry. And that was giving sympathy or getting sympathy from the people she was talking to? She was kicking the, the car seat, to be fair. She okay. didn't uh, me, <laughs> but... Uh, she she would you know when the deal's close she'd give a little nudge uh to get the the sympathy cry uh going and uh uh, she was able to sell for more reasons than just that. And she did a wonderful job, that's but so, that that's certainly so didn't hurt. I love it. I love it. And Fire Nation, we are talking about how to make your brands thrive in a post-COVID-19 world, which is the world that we live in right now and for the absolute 100% future. So Jake, let's break it down. We're living in this post-COVID-19 world. What the heck are people buying and why? Yeah, it's been fascinating for us to see. So for context for uh, the audience, um, I'm at Clavio. We have 32,500 brands around the world and we did a deep dive on daily sales transactions across all those brands so that we can get an understanding of uh, what's happening on a day-by-day -day basis. And then we publish all of this out to the world. So uh, we've got a pretty comprehensive data set. And what we're seeing is that sales for e-commerce businesses are, are way, way up, which interestingly is underreported by the media. So we're excited to, to share. Um, specifically, we're seeing that um, the average sales per day in April is 40% higher than the average sales per day in March, which is 20% higher than the average sales per day in February. 
So it's been insane. Let's get down to brass tacks. What are the categories that you're seeing are doing really well? I mean, is it just 100% across the board or just like a couple categories, just like beast mode, crushing it for everybody and kind of bringing this average up or, or talk to us here? Obviously, it's a little nuanced, right? So in every category, there are both brands that are up and there are brands that are down. So this isn't, it's not guaranteed if you sell in a category, you're up. What we're seeing is that some categories, though, a majority of brands are up versus other categories where more brands are down. And the, and the brands and categories that are up are up a lot. I mean, we're hearing stories of brands being up 300 to 1,000% uh, compared to the same time last year. What, what we're observing, though, is um, since people are now stuck at home, it, they're changing what they need. And, and that's changing what they buy. So we did, we did an analysis of Italy uh, in early March. We did analysis of Italy, which was a month ahead of uh, pretty much every other country. And we looked at what categories were trending up and down and how much. And we started to do that same analysis to compare it to what was happening in the United States, normalized to that time frame. And the categories were identical in terms of which ones are up and down. And the, the slope, how much they were up or down, was also identical, which helped us understand that people are just people. And in these extreme circumstances, people behave relatively similarly. And what it turns out is um, people are buying things, as I mentioned, because they're now stuck at home. And we call this category new essentials. These are things that you now need at home because you want to feel comfortable, you want to feel good, uh, and you're now spending 16 waking hours at home instead of, say, four or five. Right. Uh, so we're seeing crazy increases in apparel and accessories for activewear in sporting goods, because people want to work out and feel good about themselves, um, in electronics, uh, largely because they're working from home, in hardware, home improvement, housewares, home furnishings, and gardens, because they want to feel comfortable at home, in health and beauty, because they want to feel good about themselves and maintain a routine and sense of normalcy. And fascinatingly, we're seeing a lot of increase in toys and hobbies because people get bored yeah, <laughs> and they want to make sure that they're entertained and feeling good. So this is fascinating. I mean, Fire Nation, the new essentials, think about the new essentials, activewear, sporting goods, electronics, home improvements, beauty, hobbies. And of course, like it makes sense when you sit down and think about it. But the problem is we don't usually think about this stuff until like something like Jake is coming and telling us this stuff. And when you actually have the data that like Jake and Clavio have, which is essentially telling the future, it's like, okay, this is what happened in Italy, which is a month ahead of us. Like this is what is obviously going to happen in, in the States in one month's time, just one month lagging. And so it's amazing. It's like you have this glimpse into the future, which I would always compare to when people come to me and say, John, like I'm thinking about starting a podcast in Espanol, in Spanish. Is that a good idea? I'm like, it's an amazing idea. Si. <laughs> si. Amazing. Increíble. Por qué? Because it is just like three to five years behind. These Latin countries, like all of Central and South America, they're like three to five years behind the United States when it comes to a medium like podcasting. So it's like you get to see the future and you're able to do that with this right now as Jake is kind of sharing with us right now. And he's kind of already got into like the why. It's like, well, listen, people want to be more comfortable, activewear. They want to be in shape, sporting goods. Like you can't get a kettlebell anywhere. Like they just don't exist anymore. Electronics, fun, home improvements. They're bored. They want to do something around the house. Beauty, hobbies. Again, they're bored. They want to actually pick up the game of risk again. Like it's going to be really fun to do these different things. And what I want to move into now, Jake, is what are brands doing right now that is just working across the board? When we were trying to sort of categorize and, and predict, anticipate where spending 
uh, was going and will be going, um, we were reminded of Maslow's hierarchy of needs, which if anyone's not uh, familiar with that, one, it's awesome. But two, this guy, Abe Maslow, was a sociologist and psychologist in like the mid-1900s. And he was focused on normal people. What, what drives normal people to do what they do? And so he established this hierarchy of needs that informs their actions. And so the first thing you need is food and water and shelter. The second thing you need is security. Once you have those things, you seek to belong. So you usually look for community. Once you have community, you seek self-esteem. You want to feel good about yourself. And once you feel good about yourself, you seek what's called self-actualization, which is creative endeavors to expand your mind. And when we looked at the categories that were spending once people were immediately sent home, it literally went, people immediately bought three weeks of groceries. Then they bought every bit of Purell soap, toilet paper, and paper towels they get their hands on, (laughs) which is security. They then immediately started Zooming, calling, buying office supplies, headsets, video cams to set up an office environment, which is belonging. Then they immediately started buying uh, health, uh, uh, fitness equipment, right? Uh, They started buying beauty and cosmetics to feel good about themselves, that's self-esteem. And then they started buying toys and games and other electronics like consoles and drones and things like that to play. And so like literally followed that path almost identically. And so in thinking about what brands have been doing really well, they've been messaging to this new normal uh, exceptionally well. So basically saying like, look, we get it, you're home. Uh, You now need to feel good about yourself. They've been messaging to the hierarchy of needs uh, speaking to that intrinsic motivation that drives people to buy what they buy and connecting it back to how their product helps solve that problem for them. And the yield on that is sales are up insanely. Uh, I just got data today. The world has not heard this I'm telling you first. Uh, I just got data today that um, new customers, so as, so as opposed to repeat customers, new customers represent 68% of revenue, which is up from roughly... Uh, what am I looking at? Roughly 50%. <laughs> so wow. new customer. Yeah, it's crazy. New customers are finding brands because brands are speaking to, you know, their new situation. They can't go to their conventional brick and mortar retailers, which are closed. Uh, delays in, in fulfillment from other providers like Amazon are causing people to go look around. Brands are putting their products out, you know, on, on product listing ads. They're putting pop-ups on their website. They're speaking to this new normal and consumers are responding by buying. So new customers, Fire Nation, they are out there and they are finding brands. So these are new customers coming in. This isn't like just all repeat customers just going back to the well or just upping their purchases on a typical month over month basis. So Jake, Fire Nation's listening. What should they do with their brands based off everything that you're sharing with us today? Mostly focused on e-commerce brands or any brand that sells online. Absolutely, the most important thing you can do is try to collect email addresses from your website and advertising. Here's why. For ads, right now we're seeing historically low CPMs and CPCs. Uh, ROAS is return on ad spend is through the roof. Uh, it's up uh, 30% since the beginning of March on average. Obviously, that depends on category. So my recommendation is absolutely, if you have the cash flow and the confidence, you should invest in new customer acquisition. On your website, you should absolutely use uh, pop-ups to help uh, collect email addresses and connections with brands. And even if you're out of inventory or you sell something that someone doesn't necessarily consider a new essential today, people are still connecting. Here's an example. There's a, there's a business called Who Gives a Crap, uh, who's a customer of ours. And predictably, you may know that they sell 
toilet paper. Uh, and <laughs> predictably, you might have guessed that they are completely out of inventory. And what do they do? Instead of shutting down their business, because there's literally nothing to do, they put a giant pop-up, an interstitial over their whole website that, that says, we're wiped out. We literally have nothing left. Uh, but we would love to keep in touch, to tell you about what's happening in the world. And if we get more, we'll tell you about it. Their list is growing at an insane rate. Right. Because they're speaking, to, they're speaking honestly to it because people are looking for new brands. They seek connection. This is the middle rung of that hierarchy of needs. They want to connect with new brands, especially ones that have a sense of humor and are being honest. And they're asking. And if you just have that simple ask of like, hey, now may, may not be the right time, but stay in touch. We'll send you cool stuff that's useful for you at home and we'll keep you informed as new stuff comes out. You will get that relationship. And the reason that's so important, sorry, now you got me in a soapbox. The reason <laughs> that's so important is because of what's going to happen later this year. Brick and mortar businesses, travel related businesses, large brands have effectively slashed their ad budgets and pulled everything out. This affects TV, radio, digital, and out of home, right? Because they're out of digital, that is taking demand away from the buy side of ads, which is what's causing all the rates to go down. So what happens when stores open? You can bet your bottom that there is going to be a massive, massive increase on spending from the brands who pulled back on their ads to tell the world we are now open. So th this is an arbitrage moment where if you can take advantage of the low ads, you can establish a relationship, a connection with the, with the customers and the prospects that are coming through, you own the opportunity to communicate with them in the future. So what that means is you don't have to pay through advertising for their attention to let them know anything about you later this year. You've already got that opportunity to communicate for free, what we call owned marketing, communicate on your own channel. You can send them an email, SMS, if you want to have them sign up that way, whatever's useful. You can take advantage of that and your cost per sale in the future when everyone's competing for it will go down. So it's like, oh, please go, <laughs> go get new customers, ask for their email address when they come to your website, forge those connections and start to build those relationships. And I promise you, you will be much better off later this year. Fire Nation, I love how Jake put it. This is an arbitrage moment. It is time for you to build a connection, to add massive value, and to continue to communicate for free through these channels that he's mentioning so that when things do settle down and these companies come back out and are like, listen to me, listen to me, we're open, we're open. They're just like, okay, yeah, I hear you screaming, but you know my needs are being met by X, Y, and Z companies, and I have no reason to leave them, and they're continuing to serve me and add massive value to me. This is your arbitrage moment, Fire Nation. And if you think Jake is even close to being done dropping value bombs, you got another thing coming, Fire Nation. As soon as we get back from thanking our sponsors, we have some fire. What if I told you that the strategies to attract your dream customers when you're just starting out are exactly the same as when you own a multi-million dollar business? My buddy Russell Brunson has grown ClickFunnels into one of the fastest growing non-VC-backed SaaS companies in the world, so you know the strategies he's using to attract his dream customers are working very well. So how does this help you? He just released a new podcast mini-series called Traffic Secrets to share the exact strategies he uses and that you can use too. Throughout 
of his 20 power-packed episodes, Russell teaches you how to identify your dream customers, find where they're already hanging out, and get direct access to them no matter your budget. These and many more strategies are the exact strategies that Russell uses to bootstrap his business into a $100 million a year empire, and they're the same traffic-driving strategies he uses today to draw people into his world, generate leads, and make sales. These secrets are so powerful, Fire Nation. Open your podcast app and subscribe to Traffic Secrets now or visit trafficsecretspodcast.com. Looking for a business coach who has helped thousands of entrepreneurs just like you to increase their profitability by an average of 104% per year, all for less money than it would cost to hire a full-time minimum wage employee? Fire Nation, meet Clay Clark. Clay has been coaching businesses just like yours since 2006. Yep, even through the Great Recession. And he does it for less money than it would cost to hire a full-time minimum wage employee. At a time when Inc. Magazine reports that by default, 96% of businesses will fail within 10 years, Clay is helping businesses like yours to grow on average by 104% annually. You might be wondering, how's this even possible? Well, Clay only takes on 160 clients, which means he's able to personally design your business plan. Plus, Clay's team helps you execute that plan with access to graphic designers, Google certified search engine optimizers, web developers, online advertising managers, videographers, workflow mappers, and accounting coaches to help you get on top of your numbers. Visit thrivetimeshow.com slash fire to see thousands of video testimonials from real clients who Clay has helped over the years. Then schedule your free consultation with Clay himself to see how he and his team can help you thrive. That's thrivetimeshow.com slash fire. So Jake, we're back and we've gotten a little bit into this, the whole ad spend thing, but what the heck is happening with ad spend? Let's get a little more granular here and really break it down for Fire Nation. Should we be spending more or less in advertising right now? It's a really good question. I'm always um, a little hesitant to give these sort of blanket guidance on what you should go do. Cause the reality is everyone's business is a little bit different. Um, and no one's exactly the same. So it's kind of a mistake to just say as a result, go spend. Uh, however, um, we are seeing that when you are in a category, um, that is a new essential, um, we're seeing increasingly that existing retailers that people may have gone to in the past, literally Amazon, Walmart, whatever else, because fulfillment is taking longer, um, or inventory is out, people are searching on, on, on Google and also uh, scrolling and being more in market, if you will, on Facebook and Instagram for other products. So if you're in a new essential category, definitely think about it. Um, if you're a, a business that has cash flow because sales are coming through, um, I definitely think you should increase your ad spend. Um, you obviously want to do this conscientiously. Uh, you don't want to, you don't want to, you don't want to invest in advertising as a loss leader necessarily today, especially because costs are down. So if you're advertising and you're getting, you know, 50, 75 cents back on your dollar, I might not do that. <laughs> I might think about how you could be more efficient um, through targeting uh, or, you know, it's more specific to the, the offering that you have. But if you're getting even a one, you know, a dollar back for your dollar, I would do it. Uh, I'd invest the, the money and I'd actually spend more. Uh, because what you're going to find is you build a connection uh, if you're able to get that sale or someone to sign up and you can remarket to those people in the future. So uh, I'm hearing stories of people getting, you know, row, return on aspect ROAS is upwards of nine. Wow. <laughs> so every dollar they put in, they get nine. Yeah, it, it's it's wild what's happening out there. 
if you kind of have the guts and the cash to go do it. Another idea for people to consider, we're seeing a lot of success in pre-orders right now. Um, if you are able to have a new product that's coming um, or one that you've ordered that, you know, it's either something new or perhaps something you're replenishing, pre-ordering, uh, we're seeing a lot of brands see success with their existing customers that way. And that will actually give you cash that you can put into ads uh, to kind of fuel that fire. So something something to consider depending on your business. Jake, since you are a self-proclaimed Nostradamus, tell us <laughs> what the heck is going to happen later this year? I'm a bit of a dork about all this stuff. So I've built my own models on what I expect to happen with the public health um, uh, in terms of like number of cases and, you know, mortality and all that kind of terrible stuff. It's really bad. But I want to understand what would go on. And um, I've been thinking a lot about the economy uh, and what's going to happen and where it will go. What, what, what's interesting is if you look at Wuhan, so Wuhan is where all this began in China. And Wuhan opened up in late March. And what's been fascinating is since late March, uh, I think as of April 7th or so, 92% of businesses opened, but only 60% of people went back to work. So that's an interesting point, number one. Point number two, uh, e-commerce spending went up in that period. Uh, and then interesting point number three is uh, there's still those numbers haven't moved dramatically. <laughs> so what does that tell us? Number one, um, whenever our country decides in whatever way to, quote, open up, I don't expect that there's going to be a flooding of people back to their you know, normal jobs, a, ma a majority of which is retail and entertainment. Uh, number two, I bet that those stores are going to have a similar opening pattern to what we're seeing in grocery stores. So I don't think people are going to necessarily, uh, like suddenly go back to Bloomingdale's and, you know, buy everything. I think you're going to see a handful of people in the store at a time. I think that inconvenience is going to cause people to not necessarily, uh, go wait unless they really need something. In other words, I don't think it's going to be a big flooding back, which kind of alludes to what happened in China with uh, e-commerce spending, that because stores aren't immediately open, and as soon as the restrictions were eased, the first thing people wanted to do back to the hierarchy of needs is they wanted to belong. So right. you go see your friends, you go see your loved ones, you go on a local trip that you know you missed. Uh, and of course, you need stuff <laughs> when you go there and you can't get in a store. So I, I actually think there's going to be new, new essentials, if you will. Um, as we're allowed to leave our homes more comfortably and we're going to buy online, uh, to get that stuff. Cause it's the only place that we can reliably get it. Uh, I think that's going to all start to happen, at least in the United States, uh, probably in like late July, early August. And I think that what will happen is depending on how safely, uh, people go back to society um, I think that we may or may not have a second spike in like September. And if we do, I think people will be really sheepish about going to stores in the holiday season. We're already seeing year over year revenue, at least uh, from email, be up 300% right now. And it's approaching, uh, I think it's like 80% of what Black Friday, Cyber Monday revenue from email was last year. So if... I'm right, which let's be honest, I'm probably wrong on most of it. But if any of it's right, uh, this holiday season could be a really, really big deal uh, 
uh, for online sales. I mean, Fire Nation, there's a lot to take away from this. I mean, number one, like Jake said, you know, he could be totally wrong on all or a lot of this stuff. But at the same time, you know, here's a guy who studied what was happening in Italy. And here we were a month after that seeing the exact same results. So, you know, we're really talking about what we can talk about with the best information that we have. And, you know, being able to study places like Wuhan and whatever information we can get there, how much we can trust that, you know, actual data, who knows. But the reality is we have to go with what we have. And, you know, it's a very uncertain future. But there are things that are absolutely working now. Jake is coming at us with real numbers, real percentages of actual e-commerce stores that are seeing massive growth, massive spikes in massive arbitrage and massive opportunity. So, Jake, as we kind of close down here, I want to talk about Clavio for a minute. I mean, you shared a little bit about what you do and what Clavio does as a company, but I want a little more depth because you guys are a longtime sponsor of Entrepreneurs on Fire. You're actually sponsoring a number of episodes this month and throughout the rest of 2020 as well. And you've been a great partner of Entrepreneurs on Fire, so I, I really thank you for that. And the reason why I actually wanted to bring you on was for all this awesome value that you were going to bring, but also because like I believe in your company. Like I really believe in the services that you provide to entrepreneurs. And so I'm really excited to just kind of continue to ring this bell and share with my audience how they can benefit what you're seeing with some of your clients, if not you know most of your clients as they're seeing this, you know, very interesting opportunities at this very interesting time in the world. So take the stage as we close it down, break that down for us all about Clavio, and then we'll say goodbye. Sounds awesome. And by the way, it's awesome to support you and the community where our, our mission is to help businesses grow. Yes. Clavio itself uh, started as a, as a two man band. Uh, as you know, my mother started as an entrepreneur. And so it's, <laughs> it's deep in all of our bloods uh, to help people who have a dream uh, that want to see something come to life in the real world and to help that come true. And in fact, to take it even one step further, um, my, my personal career mission is what I call Robin Hooding, which is taking from the large brands that have budget, bandwidth, and expertise and productizing that and communicating that as inexpensively as possible for entrepreneurs so that they can operate their business like the big brands, but at a more affordable rate so they can grow. And so I was very lucky to find Clavio that has an uh, exceptionally consistent mission. Uh, and we're proud to support, you know, again, over 32,000 entrepreneurs around the world in their pursuit to make their dreams come true uh, by helping them communicate with their customers through email, through SMS, through uh, on-site experiences like pop-ups and, and dynamic personalization uh, and help them maintain and build relationships with the most important thing in a business, which is your customers. Uh, and so for us in this whole crazy world, you know, we've been, we've just been trying to collect this information and give it to people for free so that they can use it to make smarter decisions because this is a serious time for businesses. This is not easy. Um, and it's not clear and people deserve a reliable, steady place to go to get good information. And so that's what we've been trying to make. So for, for everyone out there, if they want uh, all this data I've been talking about, but frankly, so much more, you know, we pull consumers every day to say, to find out what they're going to buy, where they're headed, how they're feeling, what they're thinking. Uh, we, we break down all these sales by category. So you can have a benchmark to compare yourself to go to clavio.com, K L A V I Y O.com. And at the top, there's a green header bar. If you just click on that header bar, 
it takes you to a site where we listed out all this data, which we refresh every day. We have all the predictions. We have all the analysis and stories around what's working well. We have all of the survey responses from consumers that say what they're planning on spending, which we update again multiple times a day. Uh, and it's there for the taking. So uh, we're really trying to be true to our roots um, to support entrepreneurs and businesses around the world. There is never a better time to start a business than when things are uncertain. And so our hope is, you know, if we can be one little drop in the bucket of helping people pursue their dreams, um, then we're doing something special and, and it's what drives us and it's what we're going to tr- keep trying to do every day. Fire Nation, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And you've been hanging out with JC and JLD today. So keep up that heat. And if you head over to eofire.com and just type Jake in the search bar, the show notes page will pop up with everything we've been talking about today. Links galore. And of course, your call to action, Fire Nation. Check Clavio out. They are doing right by their customers. They are doing right by entrepreneurs. They are doing right by you. And listen, these are interesting times. These are weird times. These are scary times. At the same time, there's opportunity for people in these times when you take action. So visit clavio.com slash fire. That's K-L-A-V-I-Y-O dot com slash fire. Check out that green bar that Jake's talking about. Get the information. You, when armed with information, Fire Nation, have a ton of opportunity at your fingertips. So Jake, thank you for sharing your truth, brother, your knowledge, your value bombs with Fire Nation today. For that, we salute you and we'll catch you on the flip side. Amen, my man. Thanks for having us and good luck to everyone out there. We're here to help. Hey, Fire Nation. Today's value bomb content was brought to you by Jake. And if you've had your big idea, you'd be ready to ignite. My free training will get you to your big idea in less than an hour, Fire Nation. We're talking under 60 minutes. Visit yourbigidea.io today and I'll catch you there or I'll catch you on the flippity flip side. Looking for a business coach who has helped thousands of entrepreneurs just like you to increase their profitability by an average of 104% per year, all for less money than it would cost to hire a full-time minimum wage employee? Schedule your free consultation today with Clay Clark at thrivetimeshow.com slash fire. Thrivetimeshow.com slash fire. The strategies to attract your dream customers when you're just starting out are exactly the same as when you own a multi-million dollar business. And these strategies are waiting for you on my buddy Russell Brunson's new podcast miniseries, Traffic Secrets. Open your podcast app and subscribe to Traffic Secrets now or visit trafficsecretspodcast.com.